on faith. Hallelujah. Faith. Faith is very, very important. Amen. Let's turn our Bibles to Hebrews chapter 11 from verse 1 to 4 or to 6. Hallelujah. Hebrews 11, 1 to 6. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it he being dead yet speaketh. By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death, and was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. And without faith, it is impossible to please God. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Hallelujah. So I will be continuing our series on faith. Faith is very, very important because the Bible says in verse two, uh, two, for by it, the elders obtained a good report. You and I cannot even please God. We cannot have a good report without faith. Hallelujah. And verse six says, for without faith, it is impossible to please him. So we need faith to even please God. Hallelujah. Now, what is faith? Faith you can define faith in many ways, but one definition or the main definition of faith is in verse one. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Hallelujah. So it means that faith believes what the Bible says. When the Bible says by his stripes, I was healed, we believe it. Amen. So faith is believing what the Bible says. When the Bible tells you and I that you and I are the righteousness, righteousness of God in Jesus Christ, we believe it. Amen. If you and I are told in first uh, John chapter one, verse seven to nine, that if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son cleanseth us from all sin. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, verse nine, he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If you and I believe the word, we will believe that once we've confessed our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from most unrighteousness. No, all unrighteousness. So you and I must believe the word. If the word says don't sin, then we must try not to practice sin. We must try not to live in sin because that is what the Bible tells us to do. So faith is believing what the Bible says and doing it. Amen. If the Bible says that you and I should love one another, we must believe it because that's what the Bible says. So the Bible says, love each other. The Bible says that if you and I are of God, we must love our fellow brethren. 
we must believe it because that is faith. Faith is believing what God said. Faith is believing what God said he would do for you and I, and we believe it. Faith is relying on what God said. Hallelujah. God told Abraham that he's going to bless him. Abraham believed it, and that was it. The Bible says that God told Abraham, Abraham, I'm going to make you the father of many nations. And then he told Abraham's wife, Sarai, that I'm going to make you the mother of many nations. And she laughed. How is that possible? But Abraham, the Bible says that Abraham believed against hope. He hoped against hope. Think about it. Meaning that without hope, you cannot have faith. But Abraham had to hope against hope. So there was no hope to cling on to, to have faith. Because faith brings substance to hope. And yet there is no hope. So how are you going to have faith without hope? But the Bible says that Abraham hoped against hope. And he staggered not at the promises of God. He, he did not waver at the promises of God. He knew that it is impossible for what God said will happen. It is not possible. But I believe God. And the Bible says he staggered not at the promise of God, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. Hallelujah. That is faith. Faith is what did God say? What is God telling you and I? Do we believe it? If we believe it, then we have faith. You will see that the heroes of faith, they had so much faith. Abraham became the friend of God because something that looked impossible he believed it. You and I have the Bible. But Abraham didn't have the Bible, but the word of the Lord. But Abraham believed it. This is what God is saying. And that settles it. You and I must get to the point that so long as it is in the word of God, it guides us. The word of God guides us. The word of God controls us. That is faith. Look at James chapter 2 from verse 14. James chapter 2 from verse 14. Let's start from 13. James 2, 13. For he shall have judgment without mercy that hath showed no mercy. And mercy rejoiceth against judgment. What that it profit? In fact, let's use uh, NLT for, in fact, uh, ESV for this one, please. Now, this is very important. What good is it, my brothers, if someone says he has faith but does not have works, can that faith save him? That's a good question. Can that faith save him? So what God is saying is that if someone says, I have faith, but there is no corresponding action to back the faith, that faith is weak and is not strong enough to save and it will continue. If a brother or sister is poorly clothed and lacking in daily food, please continue. And one of you says to them, go in peace, be warmed and filled without giving them the things needed for the body. What good is it? So meaning that the same way someone who doesn't have clothing comes to you and you and I tell them that God bless you. God be with you. So proclaiming a word of faith to them, but we do not do anything about it. That person goes with nothing. So that word didn't help them. 
So that, that so what God is saying is that what is the point of saying be warmed, be filled without giving them the things needed for the body? What good is it? What good is saying I have faith but not demonstrating the faith by action? Go to then okay, the next verse, 17. Now stay in 17, don't move from there. Now you would also see Jesus. When Jesus was healing people in a house, the Bible says that a paralytic, his friends broke the roof. This paralytic was bed fast in bed, couldn't move. The Bible says that they, 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 they broke the roof and lowered the man down. And the Bible says, and Jesus seeing their faith. So faith can be seen. And Jesus seeing their faith, said unto him, thy sins are forgiven thee. So there is something about faith that can be seen. So also by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. But this is not talking about works of service. This is talking about corresponding action back in the faith. I believe that when I take my seat, the seat will hold me. So I'm demonstrating faith that the seat will hold me by sitting on it. But I could sit on a paper chair and fall. But I know that the paper chair is not going to sustain me. That's why I will not sit on it. But I believe that this chair can sustain me. That's why I'm sitting on it. So I am demonstrating my faith that the chair will hold me by sitting on it. I don't know I'm preaching to somebody here. In the same way, what is the proof of my faith and your faith? So also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. Continue. So you and I must demonstrate our faith in God by doing what the Bible says. But someone will say, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith apart from your works and I will show you my faith by my works. Meaning that someone says I have faith. That's good enough. And I'm telling you, Apostle, or God is telling that person, show me your faith without your works, if you can, and I will show you my faith by what I'm doing. Next verse. You believe that God is one. You do well. Even the demons believe and shudder. So believing that there is a God is not enough. That's why Hebrews eleven six don't bother turning to it. That's why Hebrews eleven six says, "But without faith, it is impossible to please Him. For he that cometh to God must believe that He is." But that's not enough, and that He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. So the thing is, and is so believing that there is a God is not enough because the demons have more belief that there is a God than many Christians. Why? Because the demons saw Him. The demons, the fallen angels were with him and were worshiping him. So they know. The demons, they know the spirit realm and they know what is real. You and I are limited by our bodies. How many have seen God physically? No. We know it's because the Holy Spirit has given us witness that God exists. I will put your hands together for Jesus and that we are children of God. Hallelujah. Do you want to be shown, you foolish person, that faith apart from works is useless? Continue. Was not Abraham, our father, justified by works when he offered up his son Isaac on the altar? Many times when we prove our faith by what we do, the blessings come. 
Example, God promised Abraham, I will make you the father of many nations. Through you shall all nations of the earth be blessed. It wasn't realized yet. And then God told Abraham, sacrifice your son, Isaac, because you, you love him so much that you've forgotten that I gave him to you. And also he's a typology. Hallelujah. So sacrifice your son, Isaac. And Abraham said to himself, God told me that this child is a child of promise. How can God tell me to sacrifice him and to kill him? It means that God wants me to kill him and then God will raise him from the dead. Because I believe God so much. I believe that God said that Isaac is going to be where the seed is going to come from. Or through the Isaac, the seed will come. And yet God is telling me to kill Isaac. That's not possible. It must mean that God wants me to kill Isaac and then God will raise Isaac from the dead. Because God cannot lie. And God has promised me. I mean, I guess what I'm saying. Then Abraham took Isaac, put him upon the altar. Just when Abraham was about to sacrifice him, God doesn't believe in human sacrifice. It's the other idols, the Baal and all these, and all these. So as he was about to sacrifice, God said, no, God or Christ, the angel of the, the angelos, the messenger of the Lord, who is worshipped. No. The angel of the Lord spoke from heaven. No. Do not touch the lad. Do the ch child no harm. Now I know that you fear God. So he's talking in two persons. Now I, God, know that you fear God and you've not withheld your only son from me. Now in blessings, then the blessings were established there. The blessings were established at that point because his faith was demonstrated by his action and that was it. Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered up his son Isaac on the altar? So far as God was concerned, he sacrificed his son. Then what happened? There was a ram caught in the bush. The perfect sacrifice. Oh, glory to God. Am I preaching here? Come put your hands together for the Lord as we continue. Next verse. You see that faith was active. Active. Along with his works. And faith was completed by his works. Faith was completed by his works. So faith is not just receiving the house, receiving the car. That is faith. But faith is bigger than that. Faith is believing God in, on his word. God says, Abraham, I'll do this. It's taking a long time. It looks impossible, but I believe it. That is also faith. Faith is believing the impossible. Faith is knowing that God said this and that settles it. Faith is knowing that because God said it, I will do it. Hallelujah. Even making difficult decisions. I remember God wanted me to do something. God wanted me to take a step, a step of faith. And I, and I said to myself, if I, God would tell me that I'll live long or this will happen or that will happen, I'll do it. But I'm not going to take that step. Then I was preaching on faith. And as I'm preaching on the can-do man of faith, then God will speak to my mind and my heart and say, but you are not doing what I, you say you are talking about faith. And yet, why aren't you obeying me and doing what I said you should do? I fought it. I fought it, I fought it until I took that step of faith and stepped out like Abraham did. 
and did what God told me to do. Because so far as God is concerned, you need to walk in faith in what he said. What did God tell you to do in your heart? Is it in line with scriptures? If it is in line with scriptures, that settles it. Because God must be believed. How will you feel if you promise someone something and the person says, no, I don't think you do it. Or you tell someone, do this and this is what I'll do for you. I'll give you this gift if you do this for me. No, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. It will not, you will not be happy about it because everyone wants to be believed, especially when they are speaking the truth. The same with God. God, he, 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 he is happy when we tell him he is faithful. He is happy when we tell him he is good. He is happy when we trust him. That's why he always rewards those who trust him and believe him because it, it shows that you believe he's, he has integrity. That is why we please him when we have faith. Because God whom we cannot see, and yet we believe him so much that we can back it with our lives, that will please him. Because we can't, the God who we've not seen, Jesus said, Thomas, you believe because you have seen me. You've seen my nail-pierced hands. Look at my palm. Look at my side. You see it. Some Christians feel that it couldn't have been he couldn't have been pierced here, the palm, because the palm, the bones are not strong enough. It will just rip. Come on. You can just tie. You can pierce the hand, the, the, the thumb. Some people feel it's here. No. The Bible says it's here. It's here. It's here. And then they tie the hand on the cross. So the, the, the rope is sustaining the hand on the cross. Feel my palm. Feel my side. Look at the holes. Give me meat to eat. A spirit does not eat meat. Anyone who does not believe that Jesus rose physically cannot go to heaven. Yes. Give me meat to eat. Fish, sorry. Give me fish to eat. And he ate fish. Touch me. Spirit, you cannot touch. Yes. So even though Jesus was physical, he was able to go through walls. Dealing in higher dimensions, maybe eighth dimension, seventh dimension, whatever the dimension, higher level, higher level. So Jesus said, Thomas, because you have seen, you believe. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe. We are blessed more than Thomas. Apart from the fact that Thomas would, his name would be written on the, the, the pillars of the new Jerusalem. But we believe, so we have a certain blessing Thomas doesn't have. I thought you put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. You see that faith was active along with his works and faith was completed by his works. Faith is complete by what we do for God. Because you can say you have faith, but what is the point of saying you have faith if there is no action to believe, to prove it. How can we say we have faith in God and yet we live as if there is no God? Someone will say, I have faith in God, but what does the faith in God motivate you to do? It can't be just church on Sundays. What can faith in God motivate you to do? I was a church member, but I said, 
this is what God wants me to do. Doesn't mean everyone has to be a pastor, but this is what God wants me to do. So I'm demonstrating what God wants me to do by doing more. What is your faith and my faith in God motivating us to do? What is it motivating us to do? What are we doing differently because of our faith in God? If you didn't have faith in God, what will you do? Are you doing the same thing or you are doing more because of your faith in God? If your faith and my faith in God is not adding anything extra or we are not doing anything extra because of our faith in God, then we must question whether we really have faith in God. I'm preaching here. Because our faith in God must push us or, or, or cause us to do and not do. Our faith in God and our belief in God must move us. That's what the Bible is saying. The corresponding action. Your faith, you see that faith was active along with his works. And faith was completed by his works. Continue. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm talking about. That is faith. And the scripture was fulfilled say, that says, Abraham believed God and it was counted to him as righteousness and he was called a friend of God. How many want to be friends of God? I want to be a friend of God. Continue. Hallelujah to Jesus. Verse 24. You see that a person is justified by works and not by faith alone. But remember, the Bible makes it very clear that no one is saved by works because it is a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Meaning that I'm not saved because I'm a, a preacher. That's not why I'm saved. I'm a preacher who is saved, but preaching didn't save me. What I'm doing or any charitable work I'm doing for God is not what saves me. What saves me is faith in Jesus Christ. So God wanted us to know that it is not because of what we are doing that we are saved. Otherwise, then we should be given a reward for it. Otherwise, it is not of grace. It's different. What God is saying is that works don't, doesn't save us. What I'm doing and the service we render to God is not what saves us. What saves us is the free gift that God gave us by grace, which is faith. That is what saves us. But when you are saved, there must be proof that you are saved. And that proof is what we do because of us, our, our faith. Not per se what we do for works. Because there are many who work for God who will not even go to heaven. Why call ye me Lord, Lord, and do not the things that I say? It is not, you have, we have done this in your name. We have done many wonderful works. We have done miracles. That's why be, be doing, I mean, God doing miracles through me doesn't mean anything uh, 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 in terms of whether he's happy with me. But it means a lot because God, please let the miracles flow. But that doesn't mean he's happy. So there are many people in the world who are God is using to do miracles, but they can miss heaven. Yes, they can miss heaven. So as for the miracles, yes, it's fantastic. We are trusting God for miracles. Even uh, someone, a cancer patient, got out of a wheelchair last Sunday in Panama, Colon, got out of a wheelchair, who couldn't walk. The video comes soon and she was walking. 
But that doesn't prove that God is happy with me. I try to think more. I, I, I don't. I, I can't do that. I can't just assume that. Hallelujah. Got out of the wheelchair. But, so that is not, God, God is talking about what we do because of our faith. What do we do because we have faith in God? Our faith in God, has it changed our lives? Has it impacted our lives? Has it affected the way we live? Has it affected what we do in our daily lives? Has it affected our devotion to God? Has it affected the importance of prayer and the word to us? Because of my faith in God, I'll read my Bible. Because of my faith in God, I'll pray. Because prayer is a great act of faith. Because if you are going to spend an hour praying and it's, you don't believe it, you won't do it because it's a waste of time. It's be a waste of an hour if you don't believe that God exists over here. It's a waste of time. So for you to spend an hour praying or spending time with God, it shows that you have faith. Anyone who prays is demonstrating some type of faith in God. Hallelujah. You see that a person is not justified by works and not, sorry, you see that a person is justified by works and not by faith alone. Continue. And in the same way, was not also Rahab the prostitute justified by works? Think about it. When she received the messengers and sent them out by another way, Hebrews and James tell us that Rahab was a hero of faith, not because she lied. This explains it. One is that she sent the messengers out another way. Hebrews says she believed God, had faith, and she received the spies with peace and send them another way. So the faith is that she believed what the Bible says, or she believed in the God of Israel, and took this, received the spies with peace, sent them off another way. She was justified by faith, and then sinned in the lie. But the sin did not justify her. But because she had faith in God, she sinned and was forgiven because of her faith. Oh, hallelujah to Jesus. Yeah, you can put your hands together for Jesus. And in the same way, was not also Rahab the prostitute justified by works when she received the messengers and sends them out by another way? Now, hold on here. A prostitute. Faith is so powerful that a prostitute. I mean, think about it. What does it mean for a prostitute when strangers come to the town and they ask, who is the harlot I can go to? And they'd say Rahab. It means she was very well known. She was a well-known harlot. She was a very special, I mean, she was specialized. Hallelujah. So it meant that she was very sinful. And yet she heard about the God of Israel and said, this is God. If he's sending spies, then I must receive them with peace. When the soldiers are coming, let me send them off another way. Then she proved the faith by saying, please, when you come and you destroy everything, please spare me and my family. Then they made a promise and said, make sure that everyone who you love comes to your place and then have a, 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 a cloth or whatever 
signifying that you have faith. Then the Bible says that she was justified. Now, this prostitute, when she became a proselyte or she became a Jewish practicing person or someone who believed in God, she married Salmon, a Jewish man. Then they had a child called Boaz. Oh, glory. And Boaz married a, 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 an idol worshiper who said, I have faith in your God, Naomi. I have faith in your God. So I'm going to become, your God will be my God. Oh, glory. Glory. Your God will be my God. So the Bible says that they married. So Rahab's son, Boaz, Boaz marries Ruth. Then they give birth to Obed, and Obed gives birth to Jesse, and Jesse gives birth to David. So my Lord and my God, Jesus Christ, his descendant is a prostitute because of her faith. Because of her faith. So who are you who says that you have sinned so badly that God cannot use you? Who are you who says that you are, you are, you are so far back? that God cannot reach you. Put your hands together for Jesus. So you and I must believe in the God of Israel. We must believe it. That God will take a prostitute. God will take Moses, a murderer, who, who, who murdered and had no confidence in himself. No confidence because he was a murderer. And when God said, I'm sending you to deliver your my people he said who am i who am i i'm a murderer i i can't even speak well how can you send me send my brother send other people then god said who made the mouth glory who made the mouth i know people who were stammerous <laughs> but when they began to preach the summary vanished yes praise god Vanished, you know, someone like that, yeah. Vanished, vanished because he, 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 who made the mouth? Who made the mouth? The Lord Jesus made the mouth. Who made it? And then the next verse, hallelujah to Jesus. That's the faith for us. The body, apart from the spirit, is dead, so also faith, apart from works is dead so what is death death is when the but the spirits and so separate from the body that is death so when you have a body without the spirit god god god's breath that became a, a mid-man a living soul when you have a body without the spirit no life in the same way faith without corresponding action no life. So my question is, what is your faith and my faith? What is our faith causing us to do? What is our faith? Are, are, are we trying to encourage us today to desire to please God? To diligently seek him. I want to please him. Oh, I want to please, to be pleasing you. I want to please him. 
I, that, that, I want to please him. I want to have a good report in heaven. I want to please him. If I, if, if I have to choose anything, I want to please him. Because pleasing him, the one who lived and died for me, oh, glory, who saved me, I want to please him. There's nothing more I want to do than to please the master because he gave his life for me. So what about you and I? What are we willing to do for the one who died for us? What are we willing to do? The one who shed his blood for us. What are we willing to do? Are we willing to say, God, I surrender. I surrender all to you. Whatever you want from my life, I give it to you. Whatever you want to do with me, please do it. I am not my own. I am not my own. I have been bought with a price. So Lord, I want to glorify you with my body and with my life. If you can use anything, use me. Use me for your glory. Use me because I believe your word. I believe your word. I believe your word. I believe everything about your word. What do you think? I think this is very, very important. And God will be pleased with us. God will be pleased with us. How many want to please him with everything we do? To be pleasing you is all I want to do. Hallelujah to Jesus. Shall we stand to our feet?